The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I had just arrived in London at 18 and spotted this movie marquee, Meetings with Remarkable Men. The film was about the philosopher Gurdjieff, but it was the title that spoke to me. I wanted to know people like that, people changing the world by the way they lived. I've sought them out ever since, and now we'll hear from many of them on the Victoria Moran podcast, Meetings with Remarkable Women. Welcome to the podcast. Your host, Victoria Moran, author of Creating a Charmed Life, Younger by the Day, and Main Street Vegan, invites you to conversations designed to help you thrive in your body, cozy up to your soul, and use your unique gifts to change the world. Now, here's Victoria. My favorite old movie comes from the 1950s. It's called Bell, Book, and Candle. It's about a group of contemporary, well, contemporary in the 1950s, witches living in New York City. One of them was Kim Novak at her prime, so beautiful. And in the story, she falls in love with a mortal meaning that she's starting to lose some of her witchy powers. So when the holiday season comes, she decides to buy for her Aunt Queenie, played by Hermione Gingold, a lovely scarf. Aunt Queenie opens the box, pulls out the scarf, looks at it, and then looks at Kim Novak and says, but what does it do? Kim Novak says, it makes you look ravishing. And Aunt Queenie said, oh, I relate to Aunt Queenie when it comes to food. I don't want it to just be nice and taste good. I want it to do something spectacular for me. And that's what we're going to be talking about today with our remarkable guest, remarkable woman, Crystal DeGroote of Your Super because we're going to be talking about superfoods. Hi, everybody. I'm Victoria Moran. Thank you so much for taking this time to listen to the Victoria Moran podcast. You know you can be in the inner circle by joining our Facebook group, Victoria Moran Podcast Listeners. And that way you can tell us what you like, what you don't, and what you want to hear more of. And I'll bet anything you want to hear more of something like this, because our guest today has a fascinating life, fascinating product, a fascinating book, and all kinds of wonderful information about the genuine healing powers of superfoods. Crystal is half of the powerhouse team behind Your Super, one of the biggest superfood brands in the U.S. and Europe. This female founder is a force to be reckoned with. She is the mastermind behind the Your Super Formulas packaging and branding. She's also a nutrition course coach, sorry, with certifications in plant-based nutrition from eCornell and IIN. She has been named among 30 under 30 by both Forbes and Inc. magazine and featured in all kinds of media like InStyle, Well and Good, The Doctors, and Good Day LA. Well, good day, Crystal LeGroot. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Victoria, for having me. I'm excited to be here. 
Well, it is wonderful to have you. And you really are a remarkable woman. Not only have you started this incredibly successful company that is also doing great good in the world, helping people's health, but you're a mom. How's the baby? Uh, Leo is napping right now. So he's great. <laughs> How old is he? Uh, he's nine months. Aww. And um, yeah, I mean, it has been a journey. And I think the first year, I mean, I'm sure all years will be journeys, but especially the first year feels like a huge journey and a huge transition. And um, I still feel I'm in it. I found with my daughter, the first year seemed very long. And once we passed first year, all of a sudden she was grown up and <laughs> gone and gone so fast. So may you enjoy every minute of it, whether it goes slowly or whether it goes quickly. It's Thank you. quite a wonder. So you not only birthed a baby this year, but you and, and Michael um, birthed a beautiful book, Your Super Life, 100 plus delicious plant-based recipes made with nature's most powerful superfoods. So give us a little bit of history. Have you been eating superfoods all your life or was there a starting point? Yeah, there definitely has been a little bit of a journey. Um, I So for me, it really started actually like superfoods and plant-based eating for me went very hands in hands. And I think that really comes from my core belief that you know, plants, fruit and vegetables, I think they're superpowers, right? I think we all need to eat more of them. Nine out of 10 people don't eat enough of them. And um, for me, it started actually in my teenage years. I had eczema already since birth. So I, from a very young age, learned. Um, but then in my teenage years, very consciously, it's like if I ate something, I would either get a rash or I wouldn't get a rash. Um, so the connection between food and my health is something I learned very early on. Um, and then my mom and aunt were orphan molecular nutritionists. So I, you know, I, I was surrounded by people who were talking about food, which was more than just, you know, eating it for pleasure, but about something that, Hey, it's, it's, it has a connection to your body. It has a connection to your health. Um, and then if you then fast forward and when I was 22 and Michael was, um, my now husband and boyfriend was 24, he was diagnosed with cancer. And that was kind of for us, both of us, like a huge turning point. I uh, I watched the movie Forks Over Nice actually during that time. And uh, I turned plant-based the next day because in that movie, they actually talk about, right, if you eat plant-based, you reduce your risk of uh, getting cancer, right? We all have cancer cells, but, you know, we can still uh, turn off some of those genes um, to not actually active, you know, really activate it and, and let it grow further. So um my mom had cancer when I was younger he had cancer you know and I was just such a no-brainer for me it's like if there's anything I can do to reduce my risk I'll do it um and then you know you later on I learned also everything about not just the health right but even for the environment and um the animals and why you know so many reasons why to actually go plant-based but for for Michael it was a little bit of a longer not super long but a slightly longer journey like after his uh, chemo and his surgery he you know he was cancer free but he was not necessarily healthy he didn't feel good and um, that's kind of where I came in it's like the weird health nut and I was just like so um, I'm going to put you on this detox and uh, by the way I have this cabinet full of superfoods like spirulina and wheatgrass and he was just like what is this um and he was just very confused by it, but I had this empty jar and I basically just some, created something very similar to our super green mix nowadays. Um, where I was just like, whatever you do, just take these green powders every single day. And, um, you know, I started to give him also a lot of plant-based meals and just over time, right, he just, he started to feel so much better. And I think that's the piece, right? You sometimes need to really just kind of trust the process and do it and feel, you know, you need to feel the difference. Um, and he just got very curious of like, oh, what are she, all the superfoods and why are we feeling so good? And he looked, you know, he looked at the research and then you're like, well, superfoods are nothing new, right? Like if you look in Ayurveda, if you look in Eastern medicine, um, if you look in South America, like they've been used for thousands of years. So many of these powerful, you know, herbs that we're using, you know, different roots, um, leaves we're using sometimes, all these, all these different plants. Um, they have been used in many other cultures for a long time. And basically all, you know, what we noticed, right, that there were a lot more Michaels in the world of people who want to improve their health, um, were struggling, right, to eat enough fruit and vegetables. And I think superfoods are just a really easy way 
of adding more, right, of those nutrients to your diet, more of the vitamins, the minerals, the antioxidants, and the enzymes, and all those things. Um, so yeah, that you know that has been our journey, and our, you know our mission is to really just help people to improve their health with the power of plants, and um, and we're very very passionate about that. And the book has been the next step, right, beyond the superfood. So also, just people always ask us, like, what what do I cook, and like, what do you eat, and and the book is really just showing you very simple recipes. Like we're not chefs, right? We want to show you quick and easy recipes that even if you're busy, you can make them because I don't think healthy eating has to be so complicated. Um, so that has really been also the goal of the book of like, can we give people more tools to, you know, make their own healthy meals at home? Well, that's one of the things I like about it so much because in my life situation right now, I'm having to cook two whole food plant-based meals from scratch every day because my husband went through a health situation and we're trying to get him all, uh, <laughs> you know, super healthy again. Yeah. And before it used to be, I'd be out during the day and he could, you know, kind of put something together for himself. And now I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, I spend an awful lot of time in the kitchen. And I love that one of your suggestions is don't spend more than 20 minutes making a meal. So share with us some wonderful meals that we can make in less time than that. Mm, so one of my favorite ones, uh, actually made it yesterday. It's just, I call like a, basically a green stir fry where I just grab all the greens I can find in the kitchen. So like, for example, broccoli, zucchini, sometimes I'll throw in maybe mushrooms because they just taste so good. Um, uh, it can be green beans, maybe green peas, like literally whatever you have. Um, and you just all throw them in one pan together. Uh, if you want to add some carbs, it's really nice. Maybe to, if you have some leftover potatoes, you just throw those in the stir fry as well. And just do some pepper, salt, and a little bit tahini. You can do a tiny little bit of maybe nutritional yeast or, you know, maybe some tamari sauce. And that's it. All right. Those are really, it's a really easy dish, but you get your greens in, you have some carbs. Um, and it's just like, it's, it's fantastic. And I think the mushrooms, right. Add this like really special taste to it, or you can add some beans, right? Like you can be very creative and kind of, you know, use what you have in your kitchen. What we have in the book as well is like 10 how-to sections where we actually talk about like the five steps of making a quick pasta, the five steps of a quick stir fry. So with whatever you have in the house, I want you to learn to start creating your own recipes because sometimes what takes the most time is trying to figure out how to give all the recipes you need for one particular recipe, right? So it's exactly. like, I want you to learn to like throw your own meals together and, you know, like have fun with it and be creative. That's a great idea. And I noticed that your very first how-to is how to make oatmeal. And that is so standard for whole food plant-based people. And yet oatmeal varies from mush to something really delicious. I remember when my daughter was little, we were visiting my mom and my daughter looked up from breakfast one morning and said, grandma, you make such good oatmeal. You should open a restaurant. So mm -hmm. there is an art to making oatmeal. What is it? Um, I mean, so A, I, if you want to have it quicker, use quick oats. I think those are fantastic. Um, so I think that's one trick where you're like, hey, I don't want to cook my oats. Like if you have rolled oats, you need to cook them a little bit longer, right? So quick oats are a little bit easier in that sense. Um, how I often then think about it, I tend to add mostly one dried fruit. So that can be maybe like one date or maybe, you know, like a tablespoon of raisins, but something that gives a little bit of, a little bit of extra sweetness. That's something that I personally really like. And then mostly one fresh fruit. So that can be, at the moment, I'm really enjoying the strawberries are in season. So maybe I throw in some strawberries or maybe I throw in some blueberries. They can also be frozen, right? Because they actually defrost. Uh, it can be a banana. So you can like totally switch that up. Um, and then, you know, cook it. Another, if you like really creamy oats, you could also add a little splash of, you know, coconut milk or maybe even, a, you know, a, a teaspoon of uh, coconut oil. So that's, that's something optional. Um, cook them, cook them long enough, throw in a lot of water. I mostly just cook my oats actually with water, uh, which is really simple, um, and stir it in between a little bit. But mostly if you use quick oats, it's maybe max five, eight minutes on the stove and you're done. And I think it's then all about the toppings. <laughs> yes. So I'm a huge fan of, you know, adding a nice uh, nut butter on top, but also some fresh fruits, right? Like maybe some berries or maybe a fresh some apple or banana. 
maybe you know some some nuts right like or seeds like hemp seeds shredded coconut so i think you can be so creative and go so many different ways um and if you think about it right like in in broader streams i tend to often go to either more of a dairy taste right so using more berries sometimes i go more very more plain where it's like maybe banana with cinnamon and sometimes i even go more um with apple raisins walnuts and i go more the golden mellow route which is more like with turmeric and ginger right so you can even like spice it up a little bit too so there's so many different kind of flavors and it's a really easy way of adding superfoods to them as well right so the turmeric and the ginger or you know some berry powder um you could always add some plant protein powder if you want to add more protein to your breakfast so it's it's so versatile and you can go so different many different directions um and you probably like, I think we all have our go-to. So, you know, experiment with what you like and then maybe you end up with like two free oatmeal that you love and you just keep, keep switching it up. And this is one of the things that I love about your book because you do offer options. It's very practical. I think a lot of people hear, oh, she's a super food expert and think that everything has to come from the Himalayas and cost $93 an ounce. But this book is so practical. So for the oatmeal, for example, you, you tell how to do it if you've got steel cut oats, how to do it if you have rolled oats, and how to do it if you have quick oats with no judgment. I yeah. think so often, you know, we might do something like, oh, it's quick oats and it's not quite as much fiber and I'm not a good person. Yes, you are. You're a good person. You're having oatmeal and not bacon. Yeah, totally. And I think the other piece, like in the book, all the superfoods are optional. Right. So really the basis and the foundation of all the recipes can be totally made without any of the superfoods. And I think that was really important for me. So it's really something, hey, you can add this to your meal to just add that extra boost. But like, you know, if you have, you know, it's summer and amazing berries are in season, like sometimes you don't need to add, you know, the superfoods on top of it. So it's something where I really want to offer that flexibility. And I mean, that's why there is a how to oatmeal section, right? So I want you to understand how to build your own oatmeal step by step. Um, so it's, uh, it's fun that way. Yeah. Huh. So Crystal, let's get into superfoods. And certainly you can feel free to talk about the wonderful combinations that come from uh, from your super. And I've been uh, really having fun with a, a lot of those these past few weeks. Or just generically, why do some foods get the super designation? Does everything that grows up out of the ground have a kind of super quality? Or are there some that are really superstars? Yeah, I mean, I think there are some superstars, but in general, I always like to say what we nowadays consider food, I think is very often food-like, um, uh -huh. right? So any fresh fruit or vegetable is already, in my eyes, a superfood, right? They have so many powerful uh, qualities. So I think we all should just eat more you know, fresh fruit and vegetables. Um, there are some superfoods out there right that we cannot get fresh and they are just so so powerful like we're not going to eat an uh, ashwagandha fresh right it's a root it's very bitter um but it is you know very calming and adaptogen and calming for our nervous system um so i think those are you know and there are obviously more out there um shatavari is another one it's also a root coming from ayurveda from india uh, which is a hormone balancing and actually helps the fertility. It can also help you actually when you're going through menopause, right? So there's some of this very specific, very powerful ingredients out there um, that are just, you know, really have specific health benefits as well. And I think that's really what a superfood is, right? A superfood is a food that is really high in nutrients, right? And has specific health benefits. Um, and yeah, we're not eating the shaga mushrooms every day and the raishi mushrooms because we don't always can get our hands on it. Maca, you know, from Peru is another, another example. So there's some of those amazing, powerful nutrient houses that can really help us boost our health. And I think the hardest thing sometimes for people is like, where do you start, right? There's so many superfoods out there. There's so, you know, so many things you can start using. And I would always just advise people like, Okay, just take a moment of like, where are you in your life? What are your health goals? And where do you, you know, does your body need a little bit extra help? That can be maybe one to three things. And based on those goals and, you know, where you feel need, you need that extra support, based on that, you can decide, okay, I'm on a for one month, 
gonna focus on these three things and those superfoods are gonna help you get there. Um, so I think that's always what I really advise people is just, you know, take it step by step and you don't need to start using everything just because it's healthy, right? Like really also listen to your body and like what's going on. So let's give us uh, some life situations. Um, let's say somebody in your situation, maybe they, they gave birth recently and they're busy and they want to take good care of the baby and make really good milk. What are one to three superfoods for this woman? Uh, a huge one is super green, actually, uh, all your greens and especially one that's, I mean, all it's funny, like. I always have to laugh kind of because, you know, cows, they obviously produce a lot of milk too, and they eat grass and, you know, wheatgrass and barley grass really help. Um, another one is Moringa. That's also in our mix, super green mix, but the greens really, really actually help with your, with your milk production. Um, and I think, right, if you really think about it, we all need to eat more greens and we just don't always take, you know, eat that big salad every single day. We don't eat enough greens. I think also, just for your overall health, do you know, we need greens. Greens are life. It's just a really good basis to say, hey, I take, you know, a greens powder just to make sure I get enough greens every single day. Um, so I think that's a, that's a big one for me. Um, another one that I love using, um, and that's especially also right after, you know, right after birth, like the postpartum period, is the, the turmeric and the ginger. So that's in golden mellow. Um, you want actually after birth, you lose a lot of heat. So you want a lot of warming food. So you actually want to stay away right after birth, like the first, you know, one to three months. You want to stay away from uh, cooling foods and focus more on warming foods. And that includes certain spices, right? So turmeric, ginger um, are fantastic for that. So I think like, you know, making a turmeric latte or making turmeric oats and those kind of things are something very healing in a, in a postpartum period. Um and then I think I want to actually point out a couple of things, what not to do, because that question I get so often also in the postpartum period and also when you're still nursing is to, you know, not go on that detox because a lot of women, right, in their postpartum, they're like, oh, I need want my body back and I want this and I want to lose weight. So I do a detox and that's just not the right time, right? If you're nursing and you're still taking care of another human, you don't want to actually like kind of flush and detox your body. Um, because a lot of the, the toxins that you release actually go also then in your breast milk. So that is the reason. So I, I would rather say just really focus on eating enough, right? It's not about eating less. It's just about eating the right foods, right? So really just listen to your body. I think as moms who are so much more in tune, uh, our bodies are talking to us. So let's make sure we listen to them. Mm, always smart. So what about somebody in the older age group, somebody in that vata time of life they would say in ayurveda what kinds of superfoods should we be adding yeah so i obviously i haven't experienced this myself yet but what i always hear from customers also from your super one of the mixes that really helps them is we have a mix called moon balance um powerful superfoods are in there is jatavari where i just talked about as well as maca so there are some uh, superfoods in there that really help with hormone balance so especially she might be going through menopause. It can actually help keeping your hormones a little bit more balanced. I know for some for some people, actually, their hot flashes kind of disappear or become less um, because there's a lot happening, right? And especially as as women, as we go for all those cycles of life, right? There's just our hormones are such a big piece of us. So really, something to you know stay attuned with and understanding what is going on and, and how you can support your body there. Um, and then I think, I, I mean, I think those are the biggest, the big, the biggest thing. I think another one, which is more in general and really, um, is your gut, right? Like your gut support, like, is it, whether that's prebiotics, right? Which is more making sure, Hey, am I actually eating enough fiber? Um, but then also the probiotics of like, Hey, um, do I have enough healthy gut bacteria in my, in my gut? Yes or no. And um, I know for some women at that age, you know, your metabolism might be also slightly slower. So really taking care of your gut as well is, is just so important. Very smart. So when you mentioned ashwagandha earlier, you yeah. called it an adaptogen. And I always hear this from superfood people. 
but I don't think most people know what that is. So tell yeah. us about adaptogens. So an adaptogen basically just means that it's, it's balancing. So if you think about it, right, like, for example, with the example of, uh, of hormones, or even if you think about it with stress, it basically gives your body what it needs. So maybe your, you know, hormone A needs to be a little bit higher, or maybe hormone A needs to be a little lower. In both instances, right, this superfood can actually help. So it helps your body actually getting back to the balance, whatever, you know, whatever side is off. Um, and that's really actually all it means. It's a really nice word, but it really just means it helps your body find back that balance. Nice. We could all use more of that. It yeah. just seems like, I think, especially since the pandemic, it's just like we're still trying to get our bearings and uh, figure out where life is going. And I think anything we can do to kind of support the stresses and the fears that so many people seem to be dealing with right now. Have you got some superfoods for that? Um, so ashwagandha is a great one. I think Tulsi is another one. So those are all like more uh, herbs also from uh, Ayurveda. And then one more from Eastern medicine is actually a reishi mushroom. They also call it like more of the calming mushroom. Um, so I think those are great ones to, to actually use. Well, it, it's, it sounds wonderful. I've been using the chaga mushrooms and the reishi mushrooms. And I don't know if this is just how I feel, because sometimes I think we can tell ourselves things, but I figure even that's good. But when I use those super mushrooms, there's just a sense of groundedness. There's yeah. just something that's just a little more solid than yeah. And I days. always have that with mushrooms, right? I mean, it's Mushrooms are powerful. I, I mean, I actually watched a documentary about mushrooms and how they kind of just like are this whole kind of, you know, the nervous system basically of the planet. I mean, it's it's crazy, actually. Um, but mushrooms in general, whatever mushroom it is, like we should eat a little bit of mushrooms every single day. It doesn't have to be a ton, right? But even just a couple of mushrooms here and there can really make a difference, right? So even in your cooking, just using like a brown button mushroom uh, or a shiitake, obviously you can experiment, but even just the cheap or simple mushrooms are just so healthy to eat. Um, and I, I think there is something, I don't know what it is. It's just a feeling. I think is especially like, or is it exactly like you said, right? There's, there is something with mushrooms that just feels really good. Yeah. Well, the fantastic fungi documentary was really interesting you know we think about the roots of trees being under the earth and doing whatever <laughs> they do down yeah. there and all of their uh great stabilizing wisdom but the the roots of the fungus are in there too communicating with each other yeah. it's really fascinating it's so fascinating i i mean i have to i can watch this movie over and over again because you just have to keep watching it just to really comprehend right what's really going on and you're just like wow um and then the fact that we can actually eat that right and like a little you know because we are what we eat and sometimes we just forget that um right it matters what you put into your body like our body is also continuously renewing i think every seven to eight years we have a completely new body right but even our liver every three months we have a new liver right so it really makes a difference is what you put into your body um, because you you become what you eat yes yes now one thing about mushrooms is generally unless they're the poison kind that of course you yeah you want don't to stay away eat, we from. don't want to eat those they're, <laughs> they're pretty kind of whitey beigey but in the plant kingdom because you know the the mushroom that's a whole different kind of life the fungi but in the plant kingdom we want color so what are we looking for are there some colors that are better than others how do we eat the rainbow um i think i think overall we want to eat the rainbow right we want to eat every color out there and i think uh, i'm always a huge fan also telling people right don't count your calories count your colors or count how many different plants you're eating that's way more important um, colors represent nutrients right so if you eat different colors you're naturally also making sure you're getting this wide variety of different nutrients into your diet as well um, overall right kind of as the general rule the darker the color is often the more powerful some of the antioxidants and nutrients it contains uh, right so if the darker for example the berry uh, so for example the blackberry is like the most 
nutrient-dense berry out there, right? Or, or an acai berry, which is very dark, or a maki berry versus like maybe a raspberry. But you know what? I think you should also eat raspberries so, because they taste fantastic. So I really, I just really encourage you, everyone, to like eat the yellow color, eat the purple colors, right? Eat, eat your greens, eat, you know, just eat all the different colors. Well, we will. And all the different superfoods, because you have listed them here in your wonderful book, Your Super Life. So you say that the top 10 superfoods are acai, cacao, wheatgrass, turmeric, reishi, mushrooms, pea protein, chia seeds, ginger, ashwagandha, and maca. And I'll actually list those in the show notes until you're book comes because you're going to order it today, right? I mean, it, you really, I, I shouldn't say should. I suggest <laughs> that you order this book. <laughs> it will absolutely make you healthier. And you know what else it will do? It will make you happier. There are some books about food and recipes that I feel like I get some of the benefits just when I read it before I even make the foods. So I want to ask you about a couple of these in the top 10 list that people might find a little bit surprising. So pea protein, what's the deal with that? Yeah, I mean, I think what I really, when I was making this list, I really wanted to make a comprehensive list of like what, because people was like, what do I, where do I even start buying? Right. I want to make a comprehensive list that really covers different areas. Um, pea protein is a great protein, right? A plant-based protein is very easy to digest. Um, obviously, a lot of people are used to just using more whey protein and different kinds of proteins out there that are more you know, animal-based. Um, but plant proteins are sometimes very handy, right? In powder form to have, for like we just talked about, to add to your oats or maybe to add to your smoothie. Um, in the recipes that sometimes add it to a soup um, to just add that little bit more protein, right? And I think um, plant proteins are fantastic because they're actually very easy to digest, a lot easier than animal-based protein and also highly absorbable. Um, so that means basically that if you, you know, the proteins that you get from plants, you actually absorb a lot more of them sometimes than the, you know, the animal-based ones. And I want to ask Crystal about um, wheatgrass. Yeah. Because I don't like wheatgrass. I don't like how it smells. <laughs> I don't like how it tastes. So convince me that it's important. Yeah. So wheatgrass is actually in such a fascinating story. Um, I don't know if you know Anne Wickmer. Uh, she's oh, yes. from the 1950s and yeah. she healed herself with sprouts and a lot of wheatgrass, wheatgrass shots, wheatgrass enemas, all the things. Um, the healthiest way to eat wheatgrass is obviously to grow your own wheatgrass and to like in a slow juicer, press your own wheatgrass shots, uh, which takes a lot of time and a lot of us are probably not going to do. I know I don't. Um, so, you know, instead having it in a powder, it's just an easier form to still make sure you actually, you, you know, have your wheatgrass. Wheatgrass contains so many vitamins and minerals. It's crazy. It's like, it's a very long list. Um, also very high in chlorophyll. Um, chlorophyll is very important. And very, it's, a, it's a great blood builder, actually. Um, helps you also carry more oxygen for your body, which makes you feel more alive. Right. And I think that's the thing with greens. Greens make you truly feel more alive if you eat more greens. Um, if it's not wheatgrass, try barley grass. I'm always a huge fan of just combining a couple different greens together. So in the mix, we also have like five, six different greens. Um, and I think my tip, if you don't love the taste, there are a couple of ways, right? to take some of those powders and still, you know, make it taste really good, whether it's a green smoothie where you maybe add some fruits in. Um, I know some people, they use a greens powder in a little bit of a tiny little bit of apple juice or orange juice, which makes it taste actually very, you know, very easy on the tongue. Um, if you like a little bit of greens, but it's like it's tiny little bit hardcore, add a, you know, a splash of uh, lemon or lime juice can make a, can make a big difference. Um, so find a way where you're okay with taking it, because I don't think it's something you should really have this you know, where you're like, oh, I, I don't want to take my greens again. Really find a way where you can still enjoy it. Mm, okay. I like the idea of having it powdered. And I do have your um, multi-mix, your super green powder, which you can put in a smoothie and you don't even know it's there. 
No, and I mean, if you really like, I mean, I like green smoothies, right? Because you can, you know, so nice with like lemon or lime, or you can go more, you know, like more banana, maybe even with some almond butter to make it a little bit more creamy, right? You can go so many different directions. But even if you're like, hey, I don't even love green smoothies, you can hide it too, right? Like hide your greens in a pasta sauce or hide your extra greens in a chocolate smoothie, right? Like there are different ways on how you can incorporate superfoods without even really knowing that you're having them. Sounds like a good idea. So one of the other things that I really, really like in this book, I've just been dog-earing the pages and using a highlighter and all that, which I do with books that I'm really crazy about. You have the most beautiful grocery list. It's obviously all plant-based and fresh and lovely, but it's also very open-minded. So you have things on this list that some people are afraid of. (laughs) So things like grains, nut butters, olive oil. So talk about how we can approach this really super healthy way of living without being scared to death. Yeah. And you mean scared for the carbs and everything, right? And the fats. Well, you know, so many different people say different things. You know, for example, one doctor will say, oh, eat lots and lots of potatoes. They're absolutely wonderful. And then another one will say, oh, no, they're high on the glycemic index. Don't eat potatoes. They're just, you can hear a pro and a con for just about every food that God stuck in the ground. And sometimes I think you just have to say, you know what, this is a plant and I'm going to eat it. What do you think? So I have a very simple approach to this. I'm like, if it grows in nature, right? If it actually grows in a tree, in the ground, whatever it is. And I know this doesn't hold true for everything, but in general, if it's eatable, I think it's good for us. I think we should be having it. I don't think we should be discussing whether uh, a potato or whether you know an eggplant is actually truly healthy for us because of the nightshades and this and this i think what we really should be focusing on is that nine out of ten people um, don't eat enough of the minimum required amount of fruit and vegetables i think that's a shocking number Um, and i truly believe that most of our health is determined whether we eat enough fruit and vegetables Right. So if we and I think it's very simple, I don't think healthy eating has to be so complicated. I know there's so many opinions out there and everyone has a another different approach, which everyone needs to be exactly following. I think we're all a little bit different. I think we all need to figure out for ourselves what works for us. But I think as a very simple uh, general rule of thumb, we all need to eat more fruit and vegetables. Mm. Um, And I don't think we can go wrong with that. Oh, I think you are so, so true. And I, I know that you've taken uh, Dr. Collins' uh, nutrition course, as have I. And I was at an event last week where we were both speaking, and he was just reiterating this important message that if you eat plants, if you eat a variety of plants, if you eat enough plants, it's going to take care of itself. Yeah. And he's just so wise. I could sit there and listen to him he say, is eat fantastic. whole plants. <laughs> yeah. He is fantastic. And um, he, I mean, he has an amazing story. I mean, he's also, I mean, we interviewed him, I think five years ago or three, I mean, I don't know, four or five years ago. And he, I think it was at the time he was like 85. He is on no meds whatsoever, right? No medication. And he was texting us at 6 30 in the morning. And he is so alive and has so much energy, right? And you're just like, I mean, he is clearly doing something right. And I think it's this, it's so interesting, right? Because so often for people, they think food is the enemy, right? And they think they need to be eating less. They're worried about their weight and like all of that. And I think, first of all, we should not talking about weight. We should talk about health right? Health is about how you feel. Do you feel good? Do you have the energy and the vibrancy uh, to do what you want to do in your life? And do you feel happy? I think that is true health, right? And um, we don't get to true health by, you know, eating less. It's about eating more of the right foods. And that's really where, you know, like that shift in our mindset is is what we need to be uh, focusing on. And then we can feel better about ourselves. And I love you have this self-check-in chart in your book. And 
it's asking, it's just a wonderful chart. You can photocopy and make a bunch of them, but it's asking you to look at your emotional self. Am I feeling happy today? Am I anxious? Do I feel empowered? Do I feel defeated? And to just be able to acknowledge that and sit with it and allow it to shift if need be to something that, that you want is just so motivating. And then you've got a section where it says, I am proud of, oh my goodness, how important that is because we all need to be proud of something every day. So how does all this part relate to health and super living? Yeah, I think um, foods make us also feel a certain way, right? And I think there's often a disconnect. Um, so what I hope, right, with a chart like this is to really check in with yourself so that you start to understand if you eat A, you feel a certain way. If you eat B, you feel a certain way. And start to realize the connection. And I think the more we become aware of the connection, right? And you realize, oh, if I'm eating you know, more plants, I'm like actually feeling so much better and happier and have more energy. You don't, you naturally want to eat more of them too, right? And if you're yes. like, oh, if I go for this dinner and like I ate all of this other stuff, I actually felt really not good the next day. And I felt this, this, and this, you probably want to do less of them. So I think it's it's really this, you know, this connection of how we feel and between what we eat, I think it's really important that we become aware of it because it really matters. And uh, Dr. Naidu, I'm a huge fan of her as well. And she actually talks about, right, like um, our, our gut, right? So everything we eat obviously also affects our gut. And our gut is kind of actually our first brain, right? Like our, most of our serotonin is made in our gut. Um, so like your happiness, right? Like your happiness hormone. Um, so it's really really important to i think understand it and learn to listen to your body and to also realize is that your mood is very much so affected by what you eat and i know personally when i turned plant-based and this is you know over 10 years ago i like with like i remember i, I didn't even really expected it but like a year later i kind of just reflected and i was like oh i'm like i'm so much like a happier person and i feel so much more aware of things that are going on. And I just felt so much more awake. Um, and something that I, I, I didn't go plant-based for that reason, right? But it was such a, like a aha moment where it's like, wow, like my, you know, my brain really changed. Then here is to healthy and happy. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. So, Crystal, in addition to knowing so much about nutrition and food and superfoods, you have built a tremendous company. So everybody, you can check out um, the company that uh, Crystal and Michael have built. It's uh, at yoursuper.com. You can also find them on Instagram at yoursuperfoods. And we'll put all these in the show notes at Main Street Vegan. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm still back on my old podcast at victoriamoran.com. <laughs> so uh, tell us, um, Crystal, a little bit about the process of entrepreneurship as you have experienced it. Yeah, um, mine was pretty uh, pretty much a roller coaster. <laughs> I don't know how it is for everyone else. Um, now, it has been uh, nine years, actually, that we built a company. Um, and I was very young when I started the business. I was 23. And um, I didn't really have a real job before, so I had no idea what I was doing. And um, maybe I sometimes feel that 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 you know being that naive and just starting and trying to figure it out step by step uh, is, was probably a good thing, right? I didn't I didn't know what I didn't know. And um, overall, I think what really has kept us going, and I think because you know. I think starting a company is never easy. I think it always comes with, you know, a lot of highs, but also with a lot of lows. Um, is your, you know, it was really our mission. And I think that's for anyone listening. It's like, really know why you do what you do. I think it's so important. 
Um, we had a very strong core mission, right, to improve people's health with the power of plants. And um, that is still, that mission has never been different, right? Even throughout those nine years, we, that has always been the reason why we do what we do. And it's for me, like connecting with customers and seeing their feedback, right? Like that is what was filling up my cup. And I think that's the piece um, to understand, right? Like what are the things you really enjoy? Um, for me, it is connecting them and understanding how I can help them better and like what they need for me. Um, I actually had today a call with a, with your super customer and it's, you know, I every time learn so much, right? And everyone has their own health journey. And I think we're always on the health journey. Um, I think we're always evolving as people and trying to understand like what we need uh, at this moment of time. And um, I think that's that has really, for us, has been a, a journey of trial and error and just taking it step by step, right? It's, uh, there is not one way of building a business. It's, it's like a place to be creative, and uh, don't worry about step 100 if you're uh, at step one. Just take it mm -hmm. uh, like one day at a time. So for people who are early in the process of starting some kind of, of vegan business, do you have a couple of tips that they can just hang on to? Um, one, have a lot of fun <laughs> and enjoy the ride. Um, I think uh, that's something, right? We can get sometimes so caught up in the problems and the stress and all those things and we want more and this and um so i think just really remember right it's happening right now like really and enjoy that process um to really understand what i just said right really have locked in your your mission and understand why you do what you do because i think that's important to make sure that you actually keep going even when it gets hard hmm. um and then i think step you know like step three or not step three, but like maybe a third one is don't have too many products, right? Keep it simple. You don't have to do everything, right? Be very clear of like, this is my product. This is my offering. This is how I'm helping people. Um, and really focus on that. And I think that holds true for your product. I also think that holds true for marketing, right? There's so many different marketing channels out there. And I just want to tell you, you don't have to do all of it, right? Just like, do you know a handful maybe max of them initially but do those really really well instead of you know a little bit in all of them um so i think that focus is really important and i know it's hard because in the beginning you just kind of you don't really know yet right you just want to try to kind of figure out everything but it really does help to you know to focus mm. sounds good and what about working with your life partner um, yeah, I get that question a lot. <laughs> um, I like it. It's, um, I don't know, like for us, it always has been, uh, you know, I'm Dutch, she's German. And this was a way for us also to work together and to actually spend more time together. Uh, I like to spend time together. Um, like, I think that is the fun part. We, you know, we grew together in the same direction and we, you know, we spend a lot of time together. I think there is a, obviously, as in any, I mean, co-founder, right, relationship is a real relationship, right? Like, no matter if it's your partner, yes or no, and um, is to really understand each other and understand how you communicate. And I think for us, that was kind of our advantage because we knew already, already each other for a longer time. So, you know, we had a very open communication style, right? We could, you know, we are each other's biggest cheerleaders, but we also are each other's biggest critics, right? And we can give each other that feedback. Um, and then at the same time, you know, really also split up and delegate tasks, right? I, I, I'm responsible for very different things than he, you know, he was. So I think that is the other piece of to really understand who is responsible for what. Well, that would even work with cleaning the house. So <laughs> yep, very good. that is important in any relationship. Yeah. I agree. Uh, thank you, Crystal. So just in closing, you have three pillars of superfood eating. What are those that we can all take with us today? Yeah, uh, they're very simple, actually. Uh, it's healthy, easy, and delicious. And each of them have, you know, a couple different different like kind of little tips and tricks under them again um i'll give a couple so one of them for example is how to read an ingredient list um, which sounds very simple right but a lot of us like have a product in our hands turn it around and start looking at the carbs how many sugars and reading this whole table 
And what I want you to start doing is to actually start reading the ingredient list because that's so much more important because we need to understand what is it that we're eating? What is it that you're actually putting into our bodies? Because if we focus, right, on eating actual whole foods, like real foods, right, that grow in nature, instead of like all the words with the excess and things you don't know even what they are, if they're even food, yes or no, the coloring and the fillers and, you know, like there's a lot of weird stuff nowadays in, in, in food. Um, I think that's really important, right, that we really focus on eating, are we eating actually real foods? And I think ingredient lists don't have to be that long. And if you don't know what something means, I challenge you to Google it. To understand what it is and then make a decision for yourself is that something i want to put into my body yes or no um so that's just like one of them that sounds like uh, something very basic but i think if you really truly apply it um it makes a huge difference oh it makes such good sense such good sense crystal thank you so very much this has been incredibly helpful so everybody check out this beautiful book your super life and uh, Crystal and Michael's website, yoursuper.com, Instagram at yoursuperfoods. And you can also find me out there in the world, victoriamoran.com is where you'll find the show notes for this program. Or you can check out mainstreetvegan.com for the Main Street Vegan Academy program. We have been training and certifying vegan lifestyle coaches and educators since 2012. We have graduates on six continents out there doing coaching and training and podcasting and authorship and entrepreneurial ventures from food trips, food trucks to cowboy boots. So do have a look at Main Street Vegan Academy. Our next course is starting in September. So Crystal, thank you so much again for taking this time and for making these wonderful products and writing this wonderful book that really are doing something positive for people's health and positive for the world. Thank you, Victoria. I and, love the conversation. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. And everybody listening, just go out there and be remarkable. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. You can learn more about Victoria or contact her at victoriamoran.com. Be part of her inner circle by joining the Victoria Moran Podcast Listeners Group on Facebook. And if you're a vegan looking to up your game, check out Victoria's acclaimed training and certification program, Main Street Vegan Academy, at MainStreetVegan.com. I'm Suzanne Giesman, and if you've ever wondered about life after death or if it's possible to connect with a higher consciousness, I invite you to join me for my podcast, Messages of Hope. It's my mission to share with you that our loved ones who have passed are always with us, and we are so very loved. I want to teach you how to live a consciously connected and divinely guided life. Listen here on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network.